0: Welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series. Today, we are joined by Joel Berg from Biz News PA, along with a panel of experts on early learning as they discuss the importance of quality, affordable, and accessible child care in our community. Andrea Heberlein, Executive Director of Pennsylvania Early Learning Investment Commission, or ELIC, Heather Miller, Chief Education Officer at the York JCC, and Two ELIC commissioners, Tony Campisi, chair of Gladfelder Insurance Group, and Jim Hohen, regional president, PNC Bank, Central Pennsylvania.
1: Everyone mentioned the importance of having businesses involved in this issue. And I'm curious what you are seeing. Andrew, you mentioned some surveys, um, but I'm interested in what you're seeing that shows that maybe there is some greater interest by businesses in helping to solve this issue? What what evidence are you seeing of that interest, of that desire to help? And
2: maybe, Tim, you can start first. Well, Joel, I, I think one of the key issues is that business realizes that we're only gonna do as well as the markets, community, and economies we serve. And if our kids, especially underserved kids today, are not getting the proper education then they're going to be putting one, their lives are not going to be great because if they're not prepared for school, they're not going to have success in life. And then that's going to put additional social uh, strain on the resources of the broader community. Their businesses are not going to have the workforces they need. And frankly, altruistically, we all know it is the right thing to do to give every child the proper opportunity to be successful, have a successful life, which means being prepared to be go to school and have that success, not to mention the just the care that the child deserves and the um, the stress and strain it puts on a family if they do not know where the care for their children is going to be.
3: And I would add, you know, I think sometimes it's an oxymoron to say the silver lining of the pandemic, but what we have seen is that the issue. Of childcare in relationship to the workforce has risen to, you know, the front page of the Wall Street Journal you know, the New York Times, Washington Post. And so, you know, businesses are truly understanding in a much different way, how critically important, you know, quality, you know, reliable, affordable, accessible childcare is to their working families. And we have done some surveys in Pennsylvania specifically to show that, you know, by large, the majority of businesses that are surveyed, that were surveyed, reported that they want to do more. They really do, but they just aren't aware of all of the options. So there's a, a great deal of opportunity to better support businesses in understanding those options. You know, I think so often we hear a response, you know, well, you know, opening an on-site child care center, like, that's a really heavy lift. Like, that's, you know, there's liability, there's, it's a big expense. I just, and, you know, for some businesses and companies, like, it is an amazing option that has a strong return on investment. Um, but for many businesses, that's just not a reality. So we're having a lot of conversations across the Commonwealth, creative things like, you know what, we are seeing great growth, like just say like in Franklin County and where we see you know um, distribution centers that are opening we have to employ, you know, we have to employ a huge number of people. And so, how can we think about, you know, partnering creatively instead of it just being one business opening an on-site or a near-site childcare center? Um, we are seeing more interest in thinking about those creative solutions that maybe are related to benefits. Certainly during the pandemic, you know, flexible schedules, remote work. Those things make a big difference. You know, we we definitely know that there's um, a variety of solutions from, you know, HR benefits all the way up to, um, you know, some some pretty intensive efforts. But they all we know have a strong return on investments, not only for the businesses and the workforce, but as we know, quality early learning pays off um, just tenfold and beyond for our children.
0: Thank you, Andrea. Tony? Well, yeah, I think Jim and and Andrea covered it very well. Uh, I would uh, simply add that uh, every employer today uh, is facing a talent management challenge of proportions that they've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is uh, forcing employers uh, to look at ways to attract and retain that talent uh, uh, in ways they may have not looked at before, and one of those is is uh, how do I help my uh, employees? How do I assist them assist them uh, with uh, managing the challenge of early childhood care and education? Uh, because without that, uh, I'm I'm looking at a workforce that is lower in numbers, which is not not what I want. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so uh, I think that that realization continues to spread and grow. Um, And it's perfect, I think, for us now as an opportunity to get out and talk about uh, uh, ways that employers can make a difference and move the needle in early childhood education. Heather, are you seeing a difference
1: here at the JCC in terms of interest among employers, perhaps in reaching out to you and wanting to work with you?
4: Yeah. Um, Yes. And we are a benefit of EITC funds for businesses that are able to give the JCC funding um, annually. And we've seen it uh, fluctuate over the years, but we've received over $150,000 that impacts our Um, children ages three through five. Mm -hmm. Where we don't see the impact is our, the bookends as Mm -hmm. I call them, the toddlers and our school age care, because we we do have them. And I wish that we would have, that would Mm span, but um, we do have like powder mill foundations, other foundations that we've applied that help support that. Mm -hmm. And so we again, continue to outreach to our local businesses and you know, ask for those donations Mm -hmm. um, because that's the only way that we're making it through as well as United Way, Give Local York. um, Those are big entities that help us as well.
1: And are you seeing more interest in making donations at this point or?
4: Um, Again, it's web and flow, I think right now with um, increase of a lot of things, um, some Businesses and individuals are tightening their belts a little bit Um, and so we're being very creative Mm. on um, how we can stretch every dollar Mm. Um, this past year. Obviously, the funding that we received from the ARPA grant um, has helped tremendously, but that really offset our Mm. loss of income due to lack of enrollment Mm. Um, and and it, it's a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. And I was really hopeful because you were saying about the Wall Street Journal, you had a huge yeah. article about early childhood education and universal pre-K. And I was so hoping mm-hmm. that that was really going to trickle down mm-hmm. um, to support us because that is a a, a first step in the right direction mm-hmm. in helping. Um, I mean, I hear podcasts about, you know, unemployment's going to always be and, and it's going to increase. And it's like, care is always going to be, as long as we have in-person uh, workforce, um, we will always need child care. Always. Just like a doctor, you need a doctor um, or a nurse. And um, it's just a field that early childhood is definitely in-person. Public education? No. We learned through the pandemic that can be all remote. Because we had a solid year of remote learning, so again, it's businesses are, are you know learning those things and um, and you know we just keep on advocating and asking um, what we can what they can do to help.
1: Can you mention some early steps? And it mm-hmm. seems like the program that you're starting in York, the um, Early Childhood Educator Award Program, is a is a good first step. Um, and I guess this is a three year program. Have you had interest from other counties in Pennsylvania? to say, hey, how can we imitate this? Or how could they do something similar to this? (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) As a matter of fact, you know, I am very fortunate in my position to have, you know, relationships across the Commonwealth. And um, what's happening in York has definitely spurred a lot of interest. We know that in Chester County, there are some um, really interesting conversations that are really trying to think about how they can replicate something similar. I know in Erie, we've kind of breached this conversation as well, and we know that there are thought or issues, excuse me, initiatives that are happening with the Philly Pre-K program where they're looking to supplement, um, you know, salaries of the workforce. We know that, you know, this is a systemic change that needs to happen with compensation. And, you know, I, I, I really, Want to emphasize that this is a value shift that truly needs to happen um, fundamentally. You know, yes, we know that our early childhood educators, you know, may not be doing this for the paycheck, but that shouldn't, that shouldn't be um, an issue. Like it, it really we need to look at how we compensate, you know, our early childhood educators. And even if families are working remote, children need to be engaged, they need to be cared for with quality. And when you're trying to manage, you know, a Zoom meeting and take care of a toddler of an infant, it just it just doesn't work. Um, so I, I just really wanted to emphasize yeah. that.
1: Do you think those values are shifting, that it will lead to that greater system-wide change in which compensation does improve, turnover, turnover rate falls and capacity grows? I don't know if, Jim, you wanted to take that. I mean,
2: I was just, I I do think it's not a disagreement with the philosophy. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is, you know, I'm very fortunate to be part of this early learning investment commission along with Tony and certainly um, many others along with Andrea's leadership. The beauty of the effort is it's, it's bipartisan in nature. And I do think that people philosophically agree that we need to take care of the kids and along with the rest of that. The reality comes is that there's finite levels of funding at the state level. So for incremental dollars here, what's the offset, unless there's an overall incremental increase in revenue, which we've had some support via the CARES Act and ARPA in the last couple of years, via the crisis, the COVID crisis. But ongoing, that's the major probably decision criteria, is where does the incremental funding come from? And I'm not so sure that we, any of us here have the specific answers for that, Other than advocating that we know what the return is on taking care of our kids now is of such great benefit to society, to the kids, to the business, to the workforce of the future, that we think it is a large, large priority for funding.
1: Is it frustrating that we can't get from that sort of consensus of support to actual funding for these programs?
0: Uh, Well, look... uh, when you when you look to the state uh, uh, to help uh, solve these these uh, challenges uh, and to allocate dollars strictly from the state budget, you know, there's a big there's a big agenda up in Harrisburg. This is not their only agenda. Uh, And and no one wants to promote more taxes, even for a cause like this. Uh, And so the. the the reality is is that it becomes a game of allocating limited dollars Uh, and the politics that get into this um, unfortunately uh, don't always favor uh, early childhood education there are voices that are louder elsewhere in harrisburg pounding the table for funding uh, for many other you know, worthwhile and very fundamental uh, you know, uh, health human service uh, uh, initiatives uh, that, that the state funds, not to mention the least of which is the state's role in funding uh, what we think of as public education K through 12. And the state's already taking punches constantly that not enough's being done by the state in that sector alone. And so we're now going to say, oh, by the way, solve that problem later, fix this one with early child education. So there are definitely competing interests even within the field of education. And so what's great, I think, about this country is we don't always look uh, to government to solve the problem. And, uh, And we're seeing more and more public-private partnerships to tackle these kinds of challenges. And that's what we've done here in York County is we've created this public-private, at the very local level, public-private initiative from a funding perspective that we believe should provide a springboard to grow the private sector's participation in supporting this funding that will go 100% toward what we know is a key issue not only for our community, not only our state, but for our country. And you tackle these things one bite at a time. If you look at them in totality, you're going to say, gee, there's just no way we can fix this. That's the wrong answer. The answer should be, how do I start? And that's what we've done. We've started the journey and now we need to continue it. And I believe that we here in your County we will get a favorable response from the business community to support this fund. And frankly, I think the sky's the limit on this. I really do. Because once this gets legs and takes off in a broader way, any business that doesn't get on board with this, I would say will be conspicuous by their absence. It's that simple.
2: Your county has just done such a great job with what Tony's talking about. And then you add on education of employers of what, how can they help their employees? So I, I give you know great credit and kudos to the York County Economic Alliance for having programs that are educating businesses about how is it, what are the key issues their employees are facing, and then having a dialogue and giving them direction about how, how do they begin to address some of the needs, either through benefits, through, um, tax-benefited programs of putting money aside, uh, and some in cases where employers are able to a- actually build uh, uh, early education daycare centers even, even of their own or in consortium with each other. But then there's the wonderful entrepreneurial spirit that Tony talked about in terms of coming together to fill the gaps and then bringing people along. So you know, kudos to York County and York County Economic Alliance. Yeah. Thank you, Jim.
1: I mean, this is a question. I, I, we probably have time for one more question, I, I, I would imagine. I mean, Heather, this is for you. So, if, um, Tony made a good case that this is a, a good start, a good building block, taking that one bite at a time. If you were to design that next bite, what might it look like?
0: Wow,
4: what a great question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, the second bite um, obviously, there, there are parameters, as Tony was sharing, that higher levels qualify. And we do have in York County lower level uh, programs, and for them to rise up, they need funding as well. And so it is key to help support them. Um, in my opinion, I think that, and I, I know everything is time, um, but I York is um, is very unique because we have York College, we have Penn State York, we have Hack, we have York County School of Technology that are really um, they have programs of. Um, human development and family studies, early childhood education, and I really our agency really partners with York County School of Technology. We hire co-op students um, because they're learning right in the field with us, and we're helping them, mentoring them, and really getting them through what they need to do. So my next step for Tony is spread that wealth a little bit more to those lower levels and have a. Uh, it's time for the child care such like a york jcc to give back and for all of the funds that we've received and help mentor those programs that is a huge key because that's how you're going to raise the quality for those lower uh, programs we can't continue to grow as a county um in providing high quality care unless we're helping everyone it's not it, i mean that's how i've always been so and that's you know i support um, the YW who's across the street at York um, Suburban. York Day Nursery is at uh, York County School of Technology. They just opened up their doors. If I have no space, I'm telling, please go to those agencies. See if they help. we help one another. There's plenty of kids that need care.
0: Thank you, Heather. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the York County Economic Alliance podcast series.